This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight-Polium has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy. They know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now hosts of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Welcome to Candidly Keisha! It is Friday, it is Friday, it is Friday! Yay! That was a good one today. I was, I'm very excited. Who knew? I'm, you know why I'm excited? I'm excited because my long-lost friend <laughs> is visiting me today, and she's in the studio. I am here. Miss Duena Haley. Hello, people. Hello. Hello, Haley. my friend. I miss you! I know. I miss I know. you so much. This is what happens when your friends are, when you're both moms. Yes. And your schedules are crazy, busy. Yes. And you think, but it's also the good thing about having adult friends. Yes. Right? Because you're not feeling some kind of way because exactly. it's been a while that you could get together. You just text and, and you're like, Marco okay, Polo. We're going to figure this we're gonna out. Figure we're going to figure it out. figure this out. And when we see each other, it's like, oh, my God, my soul has found its mate. I know. And I got a booty grab. <laughs> and I did. my life is complete. The most action I've gotten in like two For years all of you plus. out there, I grabbed Keisha's <laughs> booty. For all of you out there, just, you know. Thank you can you. live vicariously through me. I do. I definitely appreciate it. It was I a wonderful grab. It. Yes. I'm a good friend. Yes. You know, if you say you need to be filled up, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, I'm, I can't do that for you. I'm totes going to do that for you. So so let's talk about this Rapunzel. I, I haven't seen my friend in what feels like forever. And she has these flowing, beautiful locks. The mm-hmm. hubby is, I'm sure, loving this look. The hubby is loving it. Yes. I, um, I'm 38. So I feel like I'm approaching that mark in life where, you know, not that I plan on like dulling down my fashion, but like certain moves, I just feel like that's for the young gals. Like let the young gals do that. So like the, the 22, 23 inches of yakky, like I, I feel like at some point, you know, you hit 40, 41, 42, you need to be moving up out of the 23, 24 inches we, of yakky. It's funny. You just said that my birthday is in almost exactly a month. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, wait, wait, what's today? Seventh. No, 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 it'll be yeah, because yeah. technically it's Friday. No. So, yes, it is actually exactly a month from today. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Go mm-hmm. Aries. Oh, Aries! It's a birthday! It's a birthday! Well, yes. And guess how old I'm gonna be? Wait, if I'm 38, you'll be 39. I know. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't feel like I'm 39. No. I whispered like that, like made something different, but I really don't. No, but I told my friend Julie last night, like I'm really enjoying this phase of life mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm old enough and wise enough to be able to like step right up into the line, but like not fall over the edge. Yes. So like my fun is different. My yes. decision making is different. And it's like when I want to push the edge, when I want to like do you know your craziness, like, I know, you know the know limits. Your limits. 
unlike in the 20s, we were just, you, just, you know, bombard. You just effing and essing. We them. was just Boom. out here just living, not knowing where the hell we were going As my what brother we would say, riding down the highway with, with, the, with your ass in the wind hanging up. Right, like, basically. Yes, yes, with your ass in the wind. <laughs> that was life. Today, I'm like, oh, I know I can do that. And I can be wise about it and still, like, push limits right. without killing myself. I, I appreciate it. it. Don't die. We don't yeah, no. die. So, you know what I wanted? It was funny. I was thinking, I was like, what are we going to talk about? And this was a topic that I'd been wanting to do for a while. Okay. Mom guilt. Mommy mom guilt, guilt is so real. Yeah, mom guilt is real. And, you know, with you being an executive and traveling and, you know, because we were trying to even figure out our schedules. Mm -hmm. You know, I was in L.A., then you're going to Germany, then, mm -hmm. you know, then I'm traveling to, you know, it's it's so much going on. Yep. How do you handle that? Like, do you have any tips or advice? Because I had serious mom guilt when I had to finally go back to work and mm -hmm. the opportunity that I had made I was away from my baby right and it was too much like I realized from that experience okay we can't do that okay like we have to see each other regularly mm -hmm. like no matter what it is from I have to be able from my sanity mm -hmm. and, and and it's probably more me actually it's a little bit her too because we're both we're both there mm -hmm. so how help me you know I I'm 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 two in now I have mm -hmm. two Lillian's four Noah is eight and Cutest little schmunchkin. I will say with the first with with Noah, it was harder because mm -hmm. it was, he was my first, and I was still trying to figure everything out. But I think what I know now is that you know in in, in corporate we always have this talk about work life balance, and mm -hmm. I realize now that that's complete and utter bullshit. There is no such thing <laughs> as balance. Thank you for saying it. There is no such thing as balance. It is what you choose and what you don't choose. There are days when I choose to prioritize work, okay. and in those days. Those are the days that the children fall behind. Okay. <laughs> and then there are moments or, you know, you know, days when the children like, nope, it's the children work. You got to fall back. Yeah. And so it is what it is. I, I've learned now to live with my choices. And I also set boundaries. So if I'm if I'm traveling for work, I don't want to be gone longer than a week. That has expanded now that the children are older right. and they can make their own cereal now. So, you know, like as di as, as the kids hit new mile, mile markers, I'm like, all right, I can I can afford to, like, do right. a little bit more. Right. But um, but, yeah, it's what you choose and what you don't. And you just have to let the guilt go. Got it. It is what it is. Like your your kids are what you learn about your kids. The older that they get is that they're super resilient yeah. and the things that Ella uh, is learning from you, from seeing you move and operate in this way, just will help to set the stage for the woman that she'll become as well. So I also don't want to feel guilty because I want Lillian to see me yeah. make doing these choices thing. and doing right. these things and understanding that having her didn't diminish me. If anything, I'm working a lot harder so that she can have the life that she wants. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. You, you, yeah, you killed that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Because it's, it, it is, it's such a thing because not only do you have to physically be there and nurture your children, but you do have to set that example because they are learning from what you do, not what mm -hmm. you say. And, you know, also you do have to be a provider. Like I have to provide for my daughter. Mm -hmm. It's just the two of us. Yep. So I have to ensure that, you know, I have to think down the road. Like she has college tuition. She mm -hmm. has private school tuition. They're, you know, whatever her interests. And, you know, these kids today, you know, even with the little damn music class, it's like they have semesters and tuition. And, oh, yeah. And you're looking like, but she's one. Right. Like, she poos her pants. Right. Help me understand right. this. <laughs> Why does this cost this much money? Exactly. But, you know, I don't trade it for the world. And I've always 
I really look forward to this part, like to this place in my life, mm-hmm. because I've worked so hard. Like literally, I've worked my entire life. But yeah. now it's amazing to have someone to share it with, mm-hmm. and also to have someone to be thinking about in terms of my legacy and creating a space for them to thrive. And as she gets older, to leave everything to her. Absolutely. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah. And I'm grateful for my mom. Mom, if you don't know, my mom's birthday just passed. Happy belated birthday, Happy mom. Happy belated, mom. I love your mom. I love my mom, I too. love that your mom is following me on Instagram. Every time she likes something, I'm like, okay. Girl, my mom is like the federales. So when it comes to, like, social media, if you ever need someone research, ask Denise Pulliam. Listen, She's got this. When she likes, right, nothing. when she likes something that I like, there was, like, an expletive in there. I'm like, oh, mom saw that. Sorry, mom. Have you met my potty mouth before? I have met your potty mouth before. So we're exactly involved with your potty mouth, (laughs) and yet I but still like you know his mom's girl mom is an OG. It's it's an OG. Okay. Period. Point blank. Shout out to mom. Shout out to mom and Nana. Hey Nana, because my Nana be downloading and listening to the podcast. I can't with her. She's <laughs> hilarious. It's funny. I recently just did Steve Har- Steve, what's well, called Steve now, Steve mm-hmm. Harvey's um, daytime show. Yeah. And they did like a panel about love and relationships and what have you. And we were talking. And one part that got cut out that I was really hoping like everyone died. It was like the last thing we said. But there were so many good nuggets in that segment that I knew that they were going to have to kind of mm-hmm. pare down. And I was talking about my grandmother and one of the funniest advice that nana nana has some gems and she's an og for real for real okay she told me she said well there was two parts i didn't tell the whole part on steve harvey she said well first (laughs) of all i ain't no prostitute or nothing that's how she starts it my nana is how old am i 70 about to be 79 she said your your nana is my spirit animal just from starting the story this way i'm not no prostitute or nothing however no man has ever sat on my couch and not contributed something and watched my cable and eaten my food and not contributed something to this bottom line. And she said, and furthermore, I don't ever accept gifts. You give me the cash. You can never sit down and point out what you've done for me. <laughs> I'll do what I want with it. I said, Nana, you are a pimp. <laughs> I was like, you know what, Nana, that's a real OG stuff right there. But I ain't mad at it. I mean, neither am I. I think that these antiquated ideas around money relationships and all that kind of shit like you know you would hope that a woman would have like some goals and whatever like do you like if you're gonna be in a relationship do Do you you? know what i found that is the biggest lesson like if i think back you've just got to do you Mm -hmm. and the man that you're supposed to be with he'll catch up like you can't hold your like so many women and i've been one of them have you know dimmed their light or have you know changed the way you move to accommodate a man or a relationship, but you can't. You have to because the man who's supposed to be for you will step up to the plate and will embrace all of those different things about you. Agreed. The nuances, the good, the bad. The crazy. The crazy, everything. Mm-hmm. I agree. Brian is totally like that. My husband is, you know, go, be, do, fly. I will be here. My, you know, my job, my role is to be the anchor, the catcher's mitt, the whatever I need to be so that you can shine. Mm. And so it has given me, you know, wings in a way that I didn't even realize I needed. I think that, you know, I was raised by really, really strong women who Mm. have, you know, who are very much so the governors and rulers of our family. And so, but I also saw these women work full time, you know, cook every night, raise their children, like do all of these 
you know, pull all of these Herculean efforts to be the women that they were. And then I found that when I was having kids or when I started, when we started having kids, I was just like, I don't know how you do it all. Like, how do you cook, clean, cook for him at night when you're in the bedroom? Like, you you cooking twice in a day and getting up, going to work. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, that's that's crazy to me. Like, my grandmother had nine children. Like, how are you doing this? And so, you know, one thing that my grandmother shared with me is that if we if we had the means to, you know, have a nanny or all mm. the different things that you have access to right now, believe me, I would have. Right. <laughs> I would have done choice. that, but it wasn't a choice. Do you know what I find the biggest thing when you're a mom specifically, you it it just gets done. Right. It just gets done. You right. get you don't always think you don't know how it may, you don't know or it, it doesn't. Or when I say it gets done, you make it. You True. make it to the next day. True. So I'm not saying that everything gets done in the time frame that you would like it to get done in your Very mind. Very true. You know, the things that are important, it, it, somehow all of it falls into place. Yep. You know, whether it gets done today or in a week. Very true. <laughs> Very true. Like I've, I I used to, but I used to feel, talk about guilt. Mm-hmm. I used to feel guilty about that. I used to feel guilty about the dice that we would order out. I felt guilty about sitting Brian down and saying, I need for us to get you know, cleaning staff for the house. Like, I can't do this. I felt guilty about asking, I need a laundry service because ain't nobody ain't nobody got time for that. And right. I will tell you, one of my besties, Julie, <laughs> she was like, I'm going to need you. She's, she's the person in my life that is like my aspirational friend. So like, I look at Julie and I'm like, this is how I should be living. Let mm-hmm. me pull myself out of like the confines of my life. And this is like what I should be doing. But like, Julie was like, take your salary, take your six figure plus salary and like divide that by the days and hours and found out, find out what How, your hourly right, rate is. Is your hourly rate? And I had a conversation with another friend. Hey, Peter. So my <laughs> friend, Peter, finish your thing. But I had the same conversation. Yes, she was like, find out what your hourly That's rate is. That's what you is. to wash So clothes. when you spend all day on Saturday cleaning the house and doing laundry and you get up and do it from nine to six, add that up. Could you have had, could you have hired someone to do it cheaper? Absolutely. Then it took for you to took, if you're going to have free time, why would you spend the energy and effort towards that versus being efficient and paying someone to do it for you, especially when it's less expensive than your time, energy, and effort? I agree. So that's yeah. where I started. I started to realize that, you know what, I got to change the guilt, shift my thinking, and realize that I'm being efficient. I'm yeah. being extremely efficient. And you're creating more time to spend with I'm your children, creating with more, your Exactly. I'd rather be at the park with them or at Adrenaline, which is something that they like, or jump, you know, yeah. jump park or whatever it is. I'd rather be doing that than laundry, cleaning, or whatever. I'm with you. Yeah. 100 million percent. I love it. I love it. Yeah, me and my friend, my Peter, my, my friend Peter and his wife Hannah, they have an Ella too. Mm. Their daughter and mine are like a couple months apart. Mm-hmm. And I was out, I was by, I was visiting with them and um, we had the same conversation. Peter was like, listen, I work hard, I make money. And at the end of the day, my pretty much hourly rate to rake these, to do this yard work, or do it just doesn't make sense. Doesn't make it sense. just doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense so. at all. At all. And it's so funny because I just, I literally just got back from Seattle from seeing Julie. And Julie. yes, I love her because at one, I needed that time away from hubs and the kids, mm-hmm. just me time. And there's nothing wrong with that. You Not at it. all. Not at all. I mean, you know, some, some, some ladies feel like that time shouldn't happen. I honestly need that restorative period yeah. of 
you know, every day when I wake up, I'm I'm employed by someone. I'm someone's wife, somebody's mama, sister, all mm-hmm. of these roles that I carry. And at the end of the day, like, I need that time to check in with myself, make sure the bitch ain't crazy. Like, you know, hey. <laughs> that shit crazy. Right. Right. Hey, bitch, you still in there? Then what happens is you you don't know you're crazy till you just, like, you one day just wild out. And you're like, okay, wait a minute. Till you to- walking down 14th in your drawers and your husband's <laughs> like, I, I've seen this happening. I knew it was coming, but now here we are. And you end up on the news. Like, right, I don't want please, that. Please don't be on the news. So I check in with the bitch to okay. make sure she's okay. Like, like, hey, bitch. Thank you. You, you okay? in there? You all right? You all right? Okay. You know. <laughs> you've been doing a lot so yeah i took the trip <laughs> to make sure can i just say real she quick, was not crazy i love my friends <laughs> i absolutely adore every last one of you and this is why like one thing like to me like a woman who says she doesn't have really good girlfriends mm-hmm. it kind of makes me be like you can't trust a bitch i don't yeah i can't i don't, I don't know about that Mm-mm. and I'm just grateful because I have had, like, the longevity of my friendship span, you know, my oldest friend, Sophia, who we've been friends for 30, like, plus years, Mm -hmm. 33, some crazy number. But the quality of your friendships and being able to have these kind of candid conversations are so real. Where, you know... You know, I'm kind of one of those. I, well, you know how we're like, no new friends. We good. We got we got the people we need. Yeah. But I'm grateful because you're one of my newer friends. Yep. And when we met, it's just something like when you meet someone, I was like, I'm keeping you. <laughs> I'm keeping this is you. True. I don't care what happens because we met through a, an ex and are mutual have mutual relationships. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you, and no matter what happens, you're not gonna get rid of me. Right. <laughs> that's so true and I'm learning now to like kind of categorize or compartmentalize my friends like I think before I had a very um undergraduate view of like we all supposed to be on the same level what I do everybody do like everybody come in and now I'm realizing that that's not realistic Mm -mm. like there are friends that are in this bucket and there are friends that are meant for this bucket and that's okay like everything is not for everybody but I'm I'm such a loyalist and I'm such one that wants to feel like, well, if I'm there, everybody should be there. Mm-hmm. And I'm realizing now that that's just not, it's just not practical. It's not realistic. And not only that, it can be extremely controversial because not everybody is supposed to be with everybody. Yeah. You know Everyone, what I mean? And, you know, you can and, cause contra- You can cause a lot of conflict in your life by putting two bitches together that wasn't <laughs> meant to be together because they both have you in common. But they also both speak to very to vastly different parts of your right. personality so you may need this one for one thing and the other for it, but to right. put them two together is you have a Molotov to know, cocktail. Yeah, you have to know your like because you have your old school friends who have been there through a lot, and they're your turn yeah. up crew. Who, but they can't all come to the luncheon. No, they can't come to the corporate luncheon. No, <laughs> no, they can't come to the corporate luncheon. Absolutely not. No, because then we'll all be on the news. Exactly. No. So I agree with that. You kind of have to. It's nothing wrong with it, and it doesn't diminish the value of one friendship over another friendship. No. But it's like you know, asking someone who doesn't have the skill set to do something to do it, and that's not fair. Right. It's not fair. It's like right. asking a plumber to bake a cake. Right. And they're not a baker. Absolutely. So. Best description ever for that scenario. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. The next time I have this conversation with friends, like, why you didn't invite me? Because you're a plumber, not a baker. And I, <laughs> this event was for bakers. That's happening. You know that's happening. Like, I'm going to have that conversation, and then I'm going to text you. and be like, this bitch asked me why she and wasn't invited. Because you're a plumber, the- not a baker, and this was, a ba- this was all about cake. 
was what you there for? <laughs> I like and my to friends know that's exactly how I talk to them. Like They're to just like, cake, I can't. But right. <laughs> but I like to eat cake, but we wasn't eating cake. We, we were making, making cakes. cakes. Like, stop. Hilarious. Stop. I'll call you and tell you what it was like. I'll tell you about the chocolate frosting. Exactly. But um, let's stay tuned. We're, we're, stay tuned. We're going to continue. We're going to take a really quick break, and we'll be right back more with my friend Delana. Mm, 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 mm. You're listening to Candidly Keisha. We are back here at Candidly Keisha. More with my friend. I missed her. Yay. I have missed you. Oh, so my breast milk is back in full force. Mm-hmm. I you remember know? those days. Yes. And I, um, Ella's with grandma right now because I had to come do my pot. And she's gotten older. So now the days of like her just like sitting still, I just don't think. I was like, okay, today just have fun with grandma. Are you enjoying breastfeeding? Yeah. I'm, it doesn't bother me. I hated it. You hated it? I really did. Really? Yeah, I I just, and, and I was really afraid to say that out loud when it's I was okay, doing though. it because I, I didn't want like the, the mafia moms Girl, to be like. Girl, they're serious. Oh, yeah. Like the mafia moms are real judgmental. Like I can do all things. I puree carrots at night for my child. Like the mafia moms, I didn't want them to come after me and be like, you hate your child suckling from your breast. <laughs> How could you say these things? And I'm like, yeah. I, so I didn't admit it then, but I am admitting it now. Because one, my breasts used to be beautiful first. That's first. Yeah. Like they used to sit up. Like I'm, they I'm were definite, a siren call. Can I just say this? I, I, I hear where you're going. And I had this moment today and I was looking. I was like, I, I need like... I I never appreciated my body the way I should have before. Oh, yeah. And these are going to have to get help because by the time she finishes, they're going to be naf- National Geographic titties. And it's that simple. Yeah. And I'm going to get them hooked up. Right. And I have no shame about that. I wanted mine to. used to be really like perky and little and like not little. They were always really full and mm-hmm. cute. and You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now I look at them and they're like. I don't know you. Sand. They're huge. That's my what boobies I- are freaking ginormous they but go were, ahead I'm, go ahead I'm no sorry. they were just you know they were great they always were great they were my pride like i never really had ass all like that but like you the tits were like awesome hey, you know and then my children happened and so <laughs> yeah one i just didn't appreciate what was happening to them like the process of seeing them change was something that like mortified <laughs> me i was like i'm never gonna come back from this you know that was one. And then two, like the sensation from it, like it was just really weird for me because, you know, TMI, let's just go ahead and share. Sexual, like, yeah. yeah, my breasts are extremely like, you know, that's my hot zone. Right. That's my hot zone. I could understand why from that perspective, you'd be a little like, eh. Um, I just, for me, and it's a personal thing. Like, I agree with you because there are some real, like moms can get real feisty. moms. Yeah. Real feisty. And, and you know who you are out there listening to it right now. You think, oh, no, I don't judge. No, bitch, it's you. You mafia <laughs> mom. You judge. Stop that. It's not right. We all supposed to be in this together. Okay? PSA to all of you out there who are thinking it's not you. The very first bitch that said it wasn't me, it's you. It's you, and I'm talking to you. Stop it. It's hard. Okay? We all stick together. But I love you, though. Know that. I'm going to love you anyway. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Comedy. I'm like, I needed this today. <laughs> but no, because like. Yeah, like, it's just, it's funny to me because, like, a whole community of, like, breastfeeding people, like, I didn't know all the terms because I was just doing it because it was what, it, it's right for me and Ella. Mm-hmm. You know, my child just has, she's, like, the, she likes breast milk. Yep. Like, it's just where we are. It's what it is, even at however, so, uh, let me see, Jennifer. she's almost 14 months old. Mm. 
and I don't know how I'm going to get her to stop. Like, it's so bad. I can't even, like, change my clothes or take a shower without mm-hmm. her going booby, booby, mm-hmm. and just, like, straight grabbing my booby and putting it in her mouth. Like, that's where we are with this right yeah. now. Yeah. She's very committed, and she's very serious about this. Yeah. Like, if I was sitting here right now, she would put her hand in my shirt and yeah. help herself. It's just what it is. And I guess it would be different if I were dating or if I was in a relationship or, you know, because that would kind of change the dynamics of things. But the reality is she's had these boobies to herself. True. Her whole life. They've been hers. I breastfed both of my kids for four months and then I pumped Mm -hmm. for another like two to three months. Okay. Um, Or maybe another like two months. But I was also, I, I was interchanging in bottles and all of that because of course they had to go to daycare because I had to get back to work Mm -hmm. and I took four months off with each Mm -hmm. after each birth so at the point that they went back to daycare was the point or they went to daycare was the point that I started like supplementing with formula and like getting them used to all of that and then it was like okay it's time to give the titties back to your daddy like we we are I done. have a lot of friends who've had that same where their husbands or their you know significant other been like okay enough I yeah, no, like, Ron didn't care. I'd like my boobies back. Yeah, no, Please he was down you. for it. He was like, we can share, but understand that <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Like, I'm down for it. National Geographic, I likes it. We subscribe. Let's go. Hilarious. So, like, you know, it didn't really matter to him, but for me, it did. Like, I'm like, I'm, I've got sensory overload here. I got you suckling to nourish. I got you suckling for a whole different other reason. Like, I, this is a lot for the brain to take in. So, for me, it was just, it, it was, it a, was a hard it was just hard because I really wanted to enjoy it, but I just think it really wasn't what I expected of it. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. It wasn't what I expected, but I, I did appreciate the ability to um, to really um, be with my child in that right. way and have that those intimate moments with my child. Right. I think that was a part of it that I really appreciated. And I, and I feel like that's what I – Thing I, that's one of the things that I definitely appreciated. It's like our moment, our time right. together. And um, I like that. Yeah. I like that. And it's just the closeness that it can't be duplicated in Absolutely. any other way. Absolutely. Um, and, and she's been so healthy. Like be, mm. being breastfed, you know, like the little cold, even when she gets the little bit of cooties from my niece or my nephew because they mm-hmm. are in daycare or whatever, it doesn't last. Yeah. And I do appreciate how healthy, how smart, how, you know, all of those things mm-hmm. that, you know, have come. Not to say that other kids can't be smart because they didn't breastfeed. No, I'm not absolutely. saying that at all. Yeah. But I do see those differences. It's superfood. So, it's baby superfood. And I am I am happy. Like, you should be able to feel the way you feel, too. Yeah. I feel like as moms, we definitely have to embrace one another and embrace our journeys because they're all different. Mm-hmm. And one journey isn't necessarily better than the other. Or no. this doesn't make you, like... Even when I had to have a C-section, I told my I'm like, look, I'm not that girl. Right. I'm not that old who feels like, oh, if I don't push her out of, I, I'm I'm not that girl. Right. If we need if the healthy way for both of us for her to get here is for me to have a C-section. Give me the good drugs. Let's get this party popping. Yeah, that was where I was yeah. <laughs> with it. Yeah, no, I tried it natural. I made it, you know, about ten hours with both, Oof. and then I ended up, you know, with with Noah. I just got tired. Yeah, And I was just like, you know, I was throttling at three and I was about to stab people. And so they were like, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not kill <laughs> like, anybody. Can we like give you just a little bit of an epidural? Like how you give somebody a little bit of epidural? But anyway. Do you know, I didn't even feel it when they gave me the epidural. And I am a punk for pain. Like I am. Not- I didn't either. But they give that for mine. They gave it to me when I was in the middle of a contraction. Oh. So I was bent over holding on to, to the, like to the- Brian. 
Like, and, you know, so I, w- I, w- I don't think that it registered in my brain. Like, I was just like, please just give me something. Just stop. Make it yeah. stop. Make it stop. Make it stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I- yeah, have children. It's fine. You'll be fine. No, you will. You'll really be okay. You'll really, <laughs> really be okay. I know some people hear these stories and they're like, shit, I'll never, I don't want to do this. No, you should. Yeah, it's you great definitely experience. should. There's reasons why people, you know, are repeat offenders, <laughs> why we go back. Because <laughs> like as soon as, right, as soon as they put the baby in your hands, like all the things that you, you've just gone through, like it just magically disappears. Because I've like, already, I totally do this I'm again. already there. Like I've started forgetting like the nuances. I've started, totally I've, I've forgotten because I'm already like, man. I'd like one, but I would either, if I don't have another one, and I've also embraced that, like as much as I come from a large family and I would love to have had a large family and I still can have more kids. It's not like I can't have any more kids, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it takes two to have a children, a mm-hmm. child. And if that doesn't happen for me, I'm so open to adopting also. I yeah. feel like your journey to motherhood is unique and however it happens is okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. Can't worry about it. Yeah, no, we found out Lillian was Lillian. It was like, we have a boy and a girl. you were done. Yeah, while I was pregnant, I was like, Brian, let's go on. Like, you know, (laughs) like, you know, a lot of women are, you know, I have friends that are like trying to have that vasectomy conversation with their with their husbands or their significant others, and they're like, "Nah, like I can't. Like you just be on birth control or get your get your snip while they're no. already in there." And I'm like, "I've I've grown two humans. You can do this." I, I mean, that's basically what I told him. I came into this marriage disease free and without children. I've climbed up on a table and pushed two of your big headed ass babies out <laughs> of my vagina. The least you could do is climb up on a table once for me. Huh? Like this is, you know. This ain't rocket science. Look, like, I, I need know, for you to do your part. I don't know okay? what else we can even say after that. I'm, 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 I, I, do your part. And he was <laughs> like, you right, babe. You right. Let me go ahead and get this done. Thank you. And now it's free love up in the Haley household. We nice. up in there doing all kinds of shit to each other. And nice. Enjoying ourselves. Not worried about having any more children. This was God's plan. Hashtag God's plan. What about the people who get vasectomies? Like, what is that football player? I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, and is and it Camardi? Yeah, is it, that had like it had like twins. It had like four kids after he had a vasectomy. Let me tell you, I would not have sex with him no more. All of our adventures together would be oral. Nigga, I can't <laughs> trust you. I cannot trust you. <laughs> I cannot trust you. Do I don't you, know what's happening. Like, what do you say to the doctor? Like, I mean. You're supposed to wait a month and then have a test. Right. I don't know what they did or didn't do, but all I know is they had twins after. That is crazy. That he has like I don't even know how many kids. But it probably happened before. Like she probably got pregnant before the procedure, and then no. Was, like, it, was it really like I'm, dead I'm, ass I'm, after I'm the go- procedure? Was, I swear. Right. No, there no, is a lot no. still I, happening down there. In, I am in, in about the sack to Google and, you know, this right now. What is the guy's name? Is it Cromartie Antonio or is that who it is? I can't remember. Um, child. Babies. I did. I don't know. Yes, 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 yes. His 14th child. Oh, my God. This fool has 14 kids. Okay. Let's see. Let's go to TMZ. TMZ normally has something interesting to say. I can't. Um, Or actually, no, no, no. This is Us Weekly. Antonio, yes, Cromartie. And wife, Terica. Is her name Terica? Mm -hmm. Welcome their sixth child. So, yes, welcome. This is the uh, Us Weekly. Um, it's his 14th child. 
He got eight that ain't even with her? Right. No, son. Welcomed a baby girl named Jet Paxton. Oh, she has mine. She spells it different, but my niece's name is Jet. Their new bundle of joy. Oh, wait. This is after they'd had the twins. Hold on. Let's see. Their new bundle of joy weighed eight pounds, two ounces. One of the best pregnancies she's had. They've um, all five that she's had. Oh, this is it. Also, the father ate from a previous relationship despite having a vasectomy years ago. Years. Years. Things can reconnect. The cr- <laughs> oh, wait. And then the kids, they have 16-month-old twins. I told you they had twins. So they had twins. They kept having sex despite this faulty vasectomy. And they had another. That is cray. That's going to be a hard no for me, dog. That's going to be a hard, hard no. what would happen if for some reason you ended up pregnant after this? You know, I've had that conversation with a couple of my friends. Uh And, you know, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. You don't have to answer if you don't want to. No, I I have no problem. You know me. I'm open book. I really like, you know. I can't do shit with your judgment. I can't spend it and I can't fuck it. So I really don't care nothing about it. But <laughs> can I say you know? that is my new favorite line? <laughs> that is my new I can't do nothing with your judgment. Nothing. Like I can't do nothing with it. It ain't gonna get me into the gates. I can't fuck it and I can't spend it. So then at the end of the it, day, I got it. no use for it. No or, I use. mean, like you can give it if you want, if that's energy you wanna spend, but like I can't do nothing with it. It's not what like what you eat don't make me shit. Like right. I can't do nothing with your <laughs> I judgment. Think you missed your calling. Just <laughs> FYI, you completely and utterly missed your calling. So yeah. I don't know. Like that's a tough one. Like Brian and I have talked about it. I've talked about it with my mom. Like mm-hmm. I think one, y'all would have to like Come see me in a facility yeah, for like a I, I'd have to put myself on a thirty day committal. Like I think, just to even think about it, and then I ha- I probably would have that very selfish conversation with myself. Like, am I getting ready to? Am I even gonna tell Brian about it? Am I just gonna fool around with this clinic and just act like this did not happen? <laughs> like, Brian would kill you. He would. I mean, he would. I would. He would absolutely kill me. But like, honestly, I mean, I of course would have my child but like it would be stressful for me to even think about like I love my children I but love you've the gotten journey them to like an age where they're self-sufficient yeah where, I'm yeah. just like this journey is like it's hard enough and you think that as they get older things get easier but really it just you just enter into a new phase of hard right because it becomes more um, complex and you well just the complexity before the conversations it was that eat, you have right sleep, eat sleep you have the why and the well mommy. i got somebody yeah. with opinions yeah you know how about i have someone with an opinions already yeah she already has opinions i got somebody like doing stuff and tried to hide it like i like <laughs> literally marco polo my girlfriend's about this this week my daughter is into makeup she's four so she's like i just love she loves to watch me put so my makeup Ella on is the same way she got my black my black liner the other day I turned around. She was sitting right here, so it had, like, fallen out of my makeup bag. Mm-hmm. I literally was sitting right there. I turned around. She had black eyeliner drawn all over her face. Yeah. All over. And I let Lillian play in my brushes as I'm doing stuff. She looks a hot mess, but it doesn't matter. She's having fun with it. It's the, it's the joys of being a girl. But, like, Sunday, like, my kids have gotten to the age where they can actually get up. Noah's old enough to like make cereal for him right. and his sister. They got their own Netflix login on the TV. They know how to do that. Right. So it's like let your daddy and I sleep in. We've been getting up at like 6 o'clock right. in, for like for years. Six years. Let us sleep in. So we were sleeping in. She came into the room and she was like, Mommy, I want to do makeup. And I was like, not right now. 
mommy will do it with you later. Like, let mommy finish sleeping. She leaves. Later, about probably two, three hours later, as I'm talking to her about something, I look at her hands and see that there is hot pink nail polish all over her fingers, her nails. It's everywhere. Oh, God. And so Wasn't I'm like, didn't, didn't get the carpet, Lillian, did, like, where, where did the nail polish come from? She, you know, kind of cowers down looking at me and she's like, I, I don't did know. my nails. And I was like, where did you do your nails? In my room. <gasps> In your room or in the bathroom? In my room. Oh, is it on Did the you make a mess? And then, of course, like her face just completely crumbles because she's like, oh, shit, here it comes. And I'm like, let's go upstairs. Like, let me see what you've done. Child, there was a, about, it's about a half inch wide, 12-inch long, hot pink streak of nail polish in my carpet that she had covered up with a towel thinking oh. that I was going to walk in a room and not see it. Oh, my God. I literally, it took me, I, I Googled. So here you go. Parenting tip, cleaning tip. If there's ever fingernail polish in your carpet, you need rubbing alcohol. That's ah, how you get it out. Nice. It takes a bit. I had to get an old toothbrush and like really get, get in there. And like it took me an hour and a half. And for every minute that I had to do it, I made her sit there in her little chair and watch me do it. Scared about what was going to happen next. Like, is she going to kill me? Oh, my God. Like, Did it, it she's really fuming. Came out, it came out. It came out 100%. Nice. And, but it took me an hour and a half, and I made her sit there and watch me do it. <laughs> her father came in, and he was like, what happened? And I was like, I'm not talking to you. Like, just get out. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough. But, yeah, like, the, the complexity of parenting picks up. Got so it. it stops being about the, the creature comforts of just eat, sleep. Eat, clean sleep, poo. give you snack, right. clean poo. And then it's, I got a thinker. I got a doer. I've got a person who is shaping. And I tell people all the time, like, when you have children, your job is not to be the architect of their lives. Right. Your job is to protect them so they don't kill themselves along the journey until God reveals for them what their purpose is Absolutely. for being here. And then it's supporting them and encouraging them exactly. and empowering them in their purpose. Exactly. So I am not trying to define who you are, whoever you are, whatever you are. Understand that that is welcome here. Yeah. Okay. You will not be defined by antiquated beliefs of what it is to be what whoever you are be whoever you are i'm just trying to put some guardrails up so you don't kill yourself. so you don't kill yourself along the way because eventually you will find that out. but like i also tell them my children you in a box <laughs> my friend it's a big box it's a colorful box lot to do in this box, okay? Uh-huh. Mommy's okay with you, like, coloring outside the lines of that box because mm-hmm. that's where you find your autonomy. autonomy. Yes. That's where you understand, like, who you are and, uh-huh. like, what makes you you. But, my nigga, if you step, <laughs> like, you just walk up to the line and, like, step the hell up over it. We got a problem. I'm getting ready to meet your soul. <laughs> you and I are about to have our first Real tete-a-tete, you're about to meet me. And not the corporate me. You're about to meet the me that was raised in Stuttgart, Arkansas. Stuttgart? I've been there actually randomly, but go ahead. Uh-huh. You're about to meet that me where the black mama really don't care if DCS shows up. or do you, No, like, no, no. The, mama, the mama that gives you the phone and says, I'll dial it. Call them. Well, like, do what you need to do. Like, that was my you know what I mean? Oh, for real? Like, let me, gonna let me, have let me to, give you the number real quick. You're going to have to meet me. And so, like, I, I throttle on that line. But, like, my children understand that. Like, I want you to experience life. Like, as you get complex, mm-hmm. I get complex. But understand, like, you know, I, my son, 
young black man is a reason why this box is not meant to confine you. It's been meant to help you to understand the boundaries that people perceive that you have in life. So you need to understand where they are because I'm not trying to wear my son on a T-shirt because they will shoot you first and ask questions later. Yeah. Okay. So understand like you need to understand these boundaries, not to keep you bound, but so that you can operate more efficiently and be smart about how you live your life. Because a lot of people don't understand in order to, break rules or not break them, but circumvent rules. You Mm -hmm. have to first know them. Exactly. You have to know them. Exactly. So I want you to be, I'm raising free black children. You know, you are not defined by what this world says you are. However, you need to be aware of it. And if you just out here so free that you just stepping over lines and shit, especially in a house that I pay mortgage on. Right. (laughs) You don't pay nothing. You don't pay nothing. (laughs) I tell them all the time, you live here. My friend, you live here, but you don't own nothing up in here. Like, your daddy and I allow you to sleep in that room because we love you. And, you know, that night that you was procreated on that couch after that, you know, concert and shit. Like, we just, uh, you know. Tequila. Uh-huh. It was it was Mike Epps. I blame Mike Epps. <laughs> just fun fact. We went to go see him. I remember you told me this story. The and then special. you were like, I'm pregnant. We went home. <laughs> Brian turned on some music. Let's blame Mike Epps and Tyrese. Hilarious. Maybe a little bit of Tank in there as well, too. Hilarious. Like all three of those people. It's their fault. It added up to Noah and Lillian. Hilarious. Basically. Well, let me just say, I have so appreciated and enjoyed. <laughs> but James like, why do we, no, why, why no, do we James, have Gwen no, no, no. today? No, no, no. Honestly, James, <laughs> most of the time, is looking like, what the hell Am I? <laughs> what, is what am happening? I editing? What is today's what podcast is going be? on right now? But this is why it's called Candidly Keisha, and it's a lot of fun. And you know, I said we had a big announcement last week, and this month is going to be my final month of Candidly Ooh. Keisha, and uh, it's been an amazing journey. I've definitely enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the freedom to talk about any and everything I desire to talk about. And it's not going to stop now just because we're no longer doing Candidly Keisha. But I feel like, you know, my goal and desire was definitely to, you know, make it past our 100 episodes. We've done that. I don't know how many podcasts accomplished that. Um, You know, people do. I'm not saying it's like that far-fetched. But I feel like in anything, that's kind of like even in – Television. Mm-hmm. Once you've made your hundredth mark, that's where you get syndication. So we'll see what happens with Candidly Keisha next. I'm not saying that something new and great isn't on the horizon, but in terms of doing this weekly, um, our last day is the end of March. To be specific, March 30th is our finally final Candidly Keisha. Well, I'm so, glad I got back in here. I'm glad you made it. I'm I glad was in here got- earlier in the journey. Yes. And now here we are again. I know. You're all welcome <laughs> for this experience that you've just had today. Okay. You're it's welcome. It's been epic and everything. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to post something online and I'd love to hear from you guys to hear for these last couple episodes, what would you like to hear from Candidly Keisha? So please let me know. I'm going to post something on Instagram. I want you guys to let me know to give me all of your different um 
ideas and your favorite shows and favorite guests, who you'd like to see back, and we're gonna make we're gonna work on making sure that that happens. Uh, so I just want to say thank you, thank you for coming today, Duena. I love you. It's I love you. Been everything I needed, and even though Ella wasn't with me today, I needed this me time with you. Mm-hmm. And I know you're mad because I know she was looking like, "Where the hell, Ella at?" I mean, why is it just you? That's what I get from all my. I'm friends not gonna now. mafia mom you and be like, "You should have brought the baby," because you know I really wanted to see the baby, but you know. But guess what? Now we have to get together again. True story. So you can see the baby. We'll get together with the True kids. Story. We'll find something fun to do. It'll be great. It will True involve. Story. You know, wine in bouncy houses or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm good to take a flask to the, to the <laughs> yeah. bouncy house. I generally keep one on me at all times. <laughs> so, yeah. but do you know what? I found that out. Like most moms, like in their coffee cups and in their little, mo- it's vodka or it's something else. Oh yeah, like, I didn't know. Spring that. is upon us. Noah starting baseball every yes. Saturday morning. My black ass will be out there with a cup. Yes. What's Wait. in it? If you want to have some fun, come sit by me because my <laughs> cup is festive. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I just found, yeah, it's a mommy, mommy, little mommy fact that I, I'm now privy to. Oh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so thank you. I appreciate you. Thank I you for having you. me. And this is Candidly Keisha. We have, let me see exactly how much you pound me more. One, two, three more Candidly Keishas. So Count make it. sure that you tune in and enjoy your weekend. Just have a great time. And we'll be right back next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.